Okay, you guys got yourselves a ship. We'll leave as soon as you're ready. Docking Bay 94. 94. Docking Bay 94, our Star Wars podcast. We're going to start um, a brand new like series of podcasts where we kind of like just talk about one Star Wars character and just kind of break down like their life, all of the major events in their lives and all that. So we're, I guess we're going to start off with Princess Leia because of uh, you know what happened with Carrie Fisher recently. Very sad and really unexpected too because like, I don't think anyone was expecting that to happen. She like, wasn't in necessarily poor health, as far as we were aware. Yeah, I mean, obviously, we know that she wasn't the healthiest person in the world from, like, her, her past and stuff. She but, had a yeah. drug-filled past. Yeah, but, like, you know, no one had any reason to believe that, like, that would happen. So it was, like, super... Super shocking. Super shocking. And right after it happened, so many days had passed. Yeah. And all the reports were saying that she was stable. Yeah. That, I was shocked to find out that she died. Yeah, that, I saw Rogue One for the second time. And uh, when I got out of the theater, turned my phone on, and I got a text from you <laughs> that Harry Fisher had had a heart attack. So it was super weird. And then, like, I was it, like, two days later, a day later? Right. I think it was uh, three days. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was like... But um, yeah. it was kind of weird how immediately other celebrities started to try to protect their image after they died. Because a lot of people came out and said it was immoral to use her image. Oh, I'm assuming she agreed to it, though. Uh, well, I don't know. I don't know. Because I feel like they like they own like rights to like her likeness, like her image. Sure, but if she was unhappy about it, she she probably yeah. would have said something. I'm sure she didn't. She didn't care. Yeah. But like, yeah, I, people were saying stuff like that, um, which I don't see it that way at all. I see it as like a res- like a respectful thing. Mm-hmm. You know? Especially now after after her passing, it's like actually kind of nice to see Rogue One and see her at the end. You know, yeah. Like that it's kind of that cool. being said, though, they shouldn't do it anymore. Oh no, you're right. You're right. Or use, or do that for, like, episode 9. Like, no, you're right, you're right. They should not do that. They shouldn't do older Leia no. and reconstruct her face. No, they should not. And I don't think they will. They did it with Tarkin because he died in, like, the, the 90s. Right. And they, I heard they specifically asked his family, and yeah. they gave approval for that. So I don't think they're going to, I don't think anyone wants them to try and do that for Leia in the, the new trilogy. So it's very sad, but uh, so that's we figured we would do our first episode of, in this series uh, about Princess Leia. So let's get into it. So Princess Leia, Leia Organa, was born uh, 19 BBY on Polis Massa asteroid facility, I guess. It looks like a facility. Right. Um, in Revenge of the Sith. So she's born to Anakin Skywalker, Jedi Knight, and Padme Amidala, senator of Naboo. When she was born, Anakin had already become Darth Vader, and her mom, Padme, had died right after giving birth to her, due to a broken heart, as as the movie kind of implies. And then, like, soon after, uh, she is... She has, has a brother, Luke, of course, and um, Obi-Wan and Yoda decide to split them up mm-hmm. because of the dangers of, like, you know, Darth Vader being out there, her father and the Emperor. Do you think that it was natural that they were twins, or do you think it had something to do with the uh, with the Force? Uh, like, Anakin was so strong in the Force <laughs> that... His, uh, his little little boys uh, are, like, are, are especially strong. I <laughs> especially suppose. Especially <laughs> I don't know. I don't think it's really anything. I think they was just like they had twins. I don't know. That's how I see it, I guess. So, so all right. So then they decided to split, split the kids up, which you agree is a good decision, I guess, at the time. 
Um, based on the reason they said, I guess, because it would have, uh, somehow they would be less detectable. Yeah, because you have two super force-sensitive babies. Right. The the children of Darth Vader. But they also didn't know Darth Vader. They they assumed Darth Vader was dead. Why did Vader know? Oh, right, no, they wanted to hide it from the Emperor. The Emperor, yeah. Right. They were afraid of him finding out that Vader had children. Right. He'd want that. But... If it is the case that they could sense their presence, mm. and Vader knew immediately that it, Luke was his son. Not for 19 years, I guess. No, 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 but standing in Luke's presence, he yeah. knew Luke was his son. Did he? Of course, he tells him, I'm your father. Yeah, but he he was told by... He knew that Luke was his son, not because he sensed it, but because he was told. The Emperor tells him? Well, there is a new canon source as to how he finds out. It's again a comic book. The current canon source of how Darth Vader finds out Lucas's son is he Boba he sends Boba Fett actually on a mission to find the rebel who blew up the Death Star after Episode Four between Episode Five, um, and Boba Fett fails obviously, and he reports back to Vader and he tells him that he has the name of the rebel and it's Skywalker, and mm. then Vader then realizes that it's his son, so that's when he finds out can- canonically. For that, an empire, I guess it was the emperor who told him, but he says, like, I have no doubt that the... The son of Skywalker. Of yeah. Skywalker. And also, he starts off an empire, he's, like, obsessed with finding Scott Luke. Right. I guess with the... Because he knows he's his son, I guess. So then we are to believe that he can't sense... Yeah. That... So then he wouldn't know that... Leia so what was the daughter. danger? What was the danger of having them both together? I don't know. I guess just, just the, like... I guess it's safer that way, I guess. But regardless, they're split up. Luke gets the short end of, his, of the stick there and ends up living. See, but kind of stupid that, you know, they changed her name to Organa. Oh, well, yeah. And they kept Skywalker. Well, that's something that people You think that would be the first place he would go to check? I think it is stupid that Luke goes by Skywalker. Uh, maybe he went by Lars for a long time until maybe he was older. And then maybe his Owen Baru told him that his real last name, I don't know. I mm-hmm. that's just my headcanon. Possibly. But... Luke gets the short end of the stick there and ends up on Tatooine as a farmer and Leia mm-hmm. as a princess. So, right. Uh, kind of sucks for Luke. But, so Leia is taken in by Bail Organa and his wife, Queen of Alderaan, uh, Breha Organa. Bail is a senator for Alderaan. And then, so Leia gets to live a pretty comfortable life on Alderaan as a princess. Sure. Um, she grows up, like, on politics, basically, and it's like, you know, she's kind of a tomboy. So do you think the Organas in general had a prevalence for the rebellion from the beginning because okay. Bale like saw that firsthand. Yeah. I mean, back in the original trilogy, I mean, not the original, the prequel Prequels. trilogy. I imagine though that happened to other senators, right? What? That... If you remember at the revenge of the Sith, the clones let him go. Yeah. They don't yeah. shoot him, And the reason is because the emperor needs the senators in place yeah. to maintain order. Yeah, sure. But did they suspect him the whole time of being someone who is prone to supporting the rebellion? Um, hmm. I don't know. I feel like, I think Bale did a pretty good job of, like, giving the facade of, that he needed to give. Of neutrality? Of, of just, like, yeah, of like, being a supporter. But I do, I do think that the champ, the champ, well, emperor at that point, I guess, maybe at, at some point can trust Bale Organa and some other senators. I'm sure he was, like, aware that you know, there was some dissent in, mm-hmm. you know, in the Senate, which is probably 
a big reason, because in episode four, we hear um, an Imperial officer tell Vader, like, capturing Princess Leia might, uh, the Senate might grow sympathy for the Rebellion or whatever. Right. So it's just probably why a big reason why the Emperor wanted to get rid of the Senate at that point is because he knows that there are senators that, like, support the Rebellion or don't support the Empire, at least. You know? Sure, but at the same time, he's the Emperor. Yeah. I, I imagine the Senate has very little power. Oh, yeah, at, at that point... They probably had a little power for a little bit at the beginning, but then over right. time, less and less power, you know. And then so Leia, um, when she's old enough, she becomes a senator for uh, Alderaan, a junior senator, right? Or is she ever is she a full senator by New Hope, or is she? Just I don't a, think she is a senator. I think she's a. I, I believe she was a senator, or at least like a junior senator or something. She definitely had some political influence. Oh yeah, yeah. But um, you never hear her being called. I guess you don't hear her being called senator. But before New Hope, there is um, that one episode of, of Rebels that she sent. That was so we, and she was probably at the age of what, like fourteen in that episode. Because she's the same mm-hmm. age as Ezra. Because sure. Ezra was born the same like day or two that right. Leia was born. So she's like she's like fourteen then, and we we see that she's already fighting that fight. You know, she's already kind of like with the rebellion. Um, but it's like the Empire has no idea. So like she's helping the rebellion. Very discreetly, but she's still continuing to use her influence, I guess. Because we see in that episode that stormtroopers, the officers, they like listen. They have to like listen to her, and they right. like they like wait on her, like every like command, basically. Right. It's very interesting, and she has to keep that like that that guise up now that she's actually an imperial right. person. Yeah. So yeah, I just remembered that. I think they do mention she says she's part of the imperial senate. Yeah. 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 So, so she, she has some role, whether yeah. or not she's a full blown senator or not. Um, also, another thing is, uh, I read the book uh, Lost Stars, which is um, a canon Star Wars book. That it, it, Lost Stars is, is not about like Leia or anything, but it's about two new characters, and it takes place throughout the entire original trilogy and even prior as well. And there's a part in the book that's set before New Hope, considerably before New Hope, and it's where the main characters go like some like event on Coruscant, like this ball. And actually, the ball that they're going to is in the Jedi Temple. Um, wow. It's repurposed and everything. And the main characters, they mentioned seeing Leia there at the event. And she's, like, in a, like in a big gown. And she's, oh. like, a big, like, deal, you know? Hmm. And then la- later in the book, when one of the main characters defects from the Empire and joins the Alliance, he, he notices that, uh, you know, Leia is also there. And it's, like, kind of a cool... It's cool to see Leia from that, like, bystander you you know she's like this big deal it's but, also kind of cool that i mean in rogue one when we see bale mm-hmm. you can see him playing both sides yeah you can tell that he's like he's trying to maintain the image of he's a senator in the uh, right senate and, right like, yeah so so leia does that really well as, as well and then it isn't until uh the ending of rogue one into new hope when that is kind of blown you know, and she's no longer, you know, considered an imperial. She's considered, you know, you apply to the Rebel Alliance and a traitor. <laughs> right. So how did he know that? Darth Vader? Yes. Dude, Rogue One. No, but he never saw her mm-hmm. physically. Okay, but, like, that's the ship that escaped. Right, but we, we've had this discussion before because... Okay, he didn't see her. If she went to hyperspace after the battle on Scarif... Yeah. And then she's playing like, oh, this must be a different ship, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, but Vader knows, Vader knows it's the same ship. Right. 
Well, so he gets on there and he's like, I know that you just got the plans. I know. And he probably suspected. Yeah, he probably suspected anyways, her, I guess. Because she's from the Organa family. And, he, and Anakin remembers Bail Organa. And he knows. But not specifically as a rebel sympathizer. Yeah, but I mean, I feel like he would know that he. So you've got to imagine that some of the senators are with the Empire. Yeah. They have to be. Yeah. It wasn't until, yeah, that moment in, like, Beginning of New Hope, when Leia's whole, like, cover is blown completely. Right. And Vader's kind of, like, taking not really a leap, but he's kind of just assuming outright that he knows that Leia isn't isn't legit. Mm-hmm. But, like, he doesn't have any, a whole lot of proof, but he doesn't care, because he knows he's right. So that's why that, that one guy is, like, holding her is dangerous, you know. If word mm-hmm. gets out, you know, it could um, generate sympathy for the rebellion or whatever. Right. So, like, he, or he, he just doesn't care. He's going to do what he what he wants to do. So he holds Leia, and then we have the events of New Hope Leia. Right. And she is tortured, right? Technically, yeah, yeah. she's tortured. We don't see it. We don't know how, necessarily. We saw a big needle. And she seems fine, like... <laughs> well, that's one thing I thought Force Awakens did that was cool, is when Poe was tortured. Yeah. We see that he's all, like, messed up. But he's force-tortured. True. Not... No, I mean, he's, he's also physically tortured. It, it right. He's all bloody. Yeah. But Leia doesn't look like anything happened to her. <laughs> but apparently, she didn't give up the information. No, she did not. Uh, so New Hope plays out after New Hope. Um, we have three years before Empire. They move their base from right. Yavin 4 to Hoth. That happens in that time period. Right. In the, in the book Lost Stars, I, I remember the, the main char- one of the main characters, uh, when they first arrive on Hoth, they go, they go through that a bit, and like, the whole, all the setting up takes a long time. They set up, the set up takes a long time, then they have to leave, like, really, really soon, so they don't even have that long. Empire plays out. Right. Um, and Empire is really when she, uh, falls in love with Han Solo. Mm-hmm. And that's the beginning of all that, which is a very important thing in this, in her story. So her and Han fall, fall in love, Empire ends with Han and Carbonite, and then Return of the Jedi is like a year later, right? So, they spend that year trying to find Han, trying to get to Han. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Return of the Jedi picks up right with, then rescuing Han Solo. Return of the Jedi plays out. We all know it. So after Return of the Jedi is over is where it gets like more interesting. Because we don't have a whole lot of information about the time period in between. We have mm-hmm. some books. That's about it, really. And some inferences we can make from Force Awakens. Right. But what I do know is that after Return of the Jedi, like less than a year after Return of the Jedi, um, this is from the book Aftermath, uh, the, the Rebel Alliance rebrands itself as the New Republic. Right. Well, it's, um, it's more than just a rebranding. They actually become, become the government. Yeah, yeah. They, they form a life. You have to imagine they create new laws. Mm-hmm. They have a whole new... So I wonder, why they, I wonder why they didn't pick Coruscant. I think they didn't pick Coruscant. Well, I'm not sure when they decided on the capital, like when the Austin Prime became the capital, mm-hmm. but they didn't pick Coruscant because I think they just wanted to distance themselves from everything that had happened there. Because Coruscant was the capital of the Old Republic and the Empire for so long. Well, sure. It's been like, the, well, it was the capital of the, of the Old Republic longer. And yeah. if you're wanting to bring back the foundations of the Republic. I mean, I don't see it as like a, as a, as a big deal. I, I, I think I would agree with the decision to do it somewhere else. Probably want like a new beginning. Um, Coruscant probably had too many, too many memories, bad memories for yeah. a lot of people. The, you know, the, 
the dry, the dry purge happened. A lot of the dry purge happened there. Right. Uh, it's just a bad, it's just a bad mojo, I guess. So part of, part of the, um, part of the thing that kind of is still up in the air with the, with episode seven yeah. is like, you got to wonder why the new Republic was so terrible mm-hmm. at restructuring and they had all these problems already. Well, so Bloodline does go into that good bit. So, but before we get to Bloodline, I guess the, the next major event that happens after they burn themselves as the New Republic, um, a year after Endor is the Battle of Jakku, mm-hmm. which is like the final like kibosh on the Empire, right? Empire, and, after, sure. and right after that... Who's leading it at that point? Who's leading the Empire? I think it's just like the Moths and like mm. high-ranking Imperial officers. But the Empire does have a lot of splinter groups, I, I believe. There's like a, a power vacuum, I guess, after. Right. Um, I don't know if, like, Leia is actually, like, physically involved in that. Like, does not, I don't think there's any, um, like, in Lost Stars, I never mentioned that she was there. I'm assuming she was, because it was, like, a big deal, you know? Uh, well, at what point does she become a general? Oh, well, that's way later. Way later? Yeah, I mean, she might have been one. Less than a year after Endor, they form the New Republic, and they form, like, a small senate. And Mon Mothma becomes the first chancellor. Okay. So I don't know if Leia becomes one of those first senators and like puts away and doesn't like do any more fighting. She should definitely um, have a high place in the new. Well, she Republic. does, yeah. But so I I just don't know if she was like still like by Jakku if she was still fighting or if she was more like political. But regardless, so Jakku happens. Um, that's also around the same time that Ben Solo was born because he's twenty nine in Force Awakens. So. And then we have a long gap after that. Because, oh, actually, so after the battle, the Galactic Concordance is signed between the New Republic and the Empire, which is basically a peace treaty, and basically says, like, this is the New Republic's territory, this is the Empire's territory. And also, I believe the Concordance, like, disarmed the Empire. Like, they weren't allowed to have and create, okay. like, new weapons. So they were, they were allowed to keep territory? Yeah, I think so. But they were, mm-hmm. like, really neutered, and, like, the New Republic took the better end of the deal, basically. You know? Okay. Um, so the Empire was just kind of shoved off. What kind of, uh, what systems were in Empire control at that point? I I'm not sure. I mean, I know that the New Republic probably basically took over the majority of Empire's territory. The Empire, I don't, I'm not sure exactly where the Empire was kind of like pushed off to. Pretty much just no man's land, probably. But they still existed, you know, in a way. So fast forward like 20 plus years uh, we have a lot of gaps there that we don't know about. Bloodline is set six years before Force Awakens. So Leia in Bloodline is a senator in the New Republic. For the planet, I think for Hosnian Prime, the capital, uh, I'm not sure exactly which planet she represents, but she lives on Hosnian Prime. Mm-hmm. Um, the current chancellor is, well, it's no wonder Monothma, of course. So basically the New Republic at this point is not going well at all. So like, Ever since Mon Mothma was like the first chancellor of the New Republic, and she was also the best chancellor of the New She was like the George Washington of the New Republic. Everyone loved her. She was like, you know, a big deal, like a big hero. Sure. Ever since her, though, they've never had like that kind of success again. So the, the, the New Republic is like stagnant, and they're not getting anything done at all. And it's divided into two parties, uh, populist and centrist. Um, Leia is a populist. And so populists are basically the people who are more like, less strict government, basically, and let the planets do their thing. We don't want to get too close to what the old public did and become another empire. Centrists want, like, a really strong um, army, really strong figurehead, 
Because, like, I think the, the issue with the New Republic is that the populists, as Mon Mothma, I guess, was a quote-unquote populist as well, mm-hmm. they, like, they made it so that the the Chancellor of the New Republic had, like, very little power. The only reason Mon Mothma did so well is because everyone liked her, and, like, everyone pretty much agreed with her. And so that book plays out, and pretty much that book is all about Leia discovering the beginning of the First Order and being one of the few people who is, like, afraid of, like, worried about this. All right. Also... So if the if the First Order is a branch off of the Empire, but yet the Empire still controls territory? I think what happened was the Empire was, like, shoveled off into, like, some, you know, back at, like, after Jack Who, they were just kind of pushed aside, and then over the years they rebranded themselves. And I'm sure there was a lot of infighting. I'm sure some there's, like, some people who... Plan to be loyal to the Empire still, or whatever, that are cast out, or whatever, I don't know. But the First Order kind of came out of the Empire, over in, in hiding. Um, mm. And they started working on, like, they, they went against the treaty and started to, like, work on new destroyers and ships and, like, weapons and you know, Starkiller Base, of course, um, all in secret. So Leia kind of discovers some of this stuff going on, and she's one of the few sen- senators who's, like, worried about it. And also during all this, um, a big moment in Leia's life, uh, Everyone discovers that she's the, she's the daughter of Darth Vader. Okay. And that's, that becomes public knowledge for the first time um, in that book. Um, and she's pretty much, like, cast out by the majority of her peers. Hmm. Um, and also, at this time, Ben is... As far as Leia knows, Ben is training with Luke still as a Jedi. But she doesn't hear from them often at all. She just knows that, like, oh, Ben's off with Luke doing Jedi stuff. And... Luke, so, like, it's cool because, like, at this, like, a Senate meeting after everyone finds out that Leia is the daughter of Darth Vader and everyone's, like, worried about worried about Luke as well because they know that he's, like, just Luke's Jedi Academy is not connected to the Republic. Sure. It's, like, its own thing. So everyone's, Which like, Which is oh. a lesson learned from the prequels. Yeah. That was really the problem was that the Jedi were really deep, deeply connected with the Republic and where they shouldn't have been. The Force. Yeah, they, yeah. Yeah. It should have been their own thing that just kind of went out and did what they had to do. So so Luke is, like, in hiding with his... His academy is, like, secret, you know? And um, everyone... All the senators are like, oh, you know, Luke Skywalker's out there. He's the son of Darth Vader, too. And he has, all, he has like, a ton of power. You know, they're worried about Luke because he has the same powers that, you know, his dad had. So everyone's worried about, like, what he could do. Sure. He's and not, I, and not... Probably most people would not have known that Vader turned good at the end yeah. and... Yeah, no or one even really know much about Luke Skywalker in general. Mm-hmm. He was really just a a pilot of the rebellion. Yeah, who is a Je- who was a, became a Jedi, and like they don't understand that. So, and Han is in the book a good bit, but he's never like he's not in it much. He he talks to he has like some scenes with Leia where they talk about stuff that's going on. Um, so as far as Leia's status as a general, she's only a general in the Resistance, yeah. not in the official Republic fleet. Yes, yeah. So. Because at this time, Han is like... But in a way, if you think about it, the Resistance are kind of, not rebels, but they're they're going against the government in yeah. a way. Vigilantes. Yeah, vigilantes. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Because like, actually at the end of Bloodline is when the Resistance is formed. She's like worried about the First Order. I don't think she even knows what that's, what, that's what it's called yet. But like, And like no one's no, the Senate is not doing anything about it. So she's like, all right, I'm going to take it in my own hands. She contacts all of her closest allies. And at the end of the book, they all come to meet her, and she's like, basically, we're we're the resistance. We're gonna take the fight to the, to these people because the Republic won't do it. Right. Um, 
So that's the beginning of that. Which I is find cool. that I find that plot wise hard to believe. Yeah. Yeah, I I just find that you would definitely take something like that serious. If someone like Leia said we need to worry, like the Empire's coming back, mm-hmm. I feel like they would need to well, address the, that. The book does a pretty good job of making it believable because right off the bat, the Republic is very divided. It's very corrupted between the two the two parts. It's kind of like our own po- political thing where the two parties are so at odds they don't care about like what's right or wrong they just want their own thing you know mm-hmm. so that's what the republic is like at the in bloodline and especially and leia is respected among everyone but when it comes to like centrists um they respect her only because they have to because of what she did for the republic but when the whole darth vader thing comes out she loses a ton of credibility mm-hmm. and a lot of people view her as just like oh she's just some crazy old lady who's still like has like nightmares of the empire and everything, you know, some crazy populist senator who like believes that the empire is going to come back or something, you know? Oh yeah. Kind of like PTSD or whatever. It's like, sure. they think she's crazy, especially the Darth Vader thing. They don't trust her. So when she's like, this first order thing's going on, no one cares. There's, there's some of course who do, but like majority don't care or believe her. And out of nowhere, boom, all the, all the plans are destroyed. Yeah. So I, well, so, I mean the, we have to assume, so now we're getting into specula- future speculation, but yeah. we have to assume that the, I mean, the Republic itself still exists. Yeah, but that's, that's a weird thing, because they the only destroyed, destroyed. Yeah, they only destroyed capitals. Like, if you destroyed D.C. completely, mm-hmm. we we as a country would still exist, even though our command structure wouldn't would be gone. Yeah, so what happens now that the Chancellor died, and like most, all, of the most of the Senate... Well, the same thing. You'd have to re... I don't think the First Order is going to, like, take control. No. I mean, right now, it seems like... In 8 like or a... 9, you don't... I don't think they'll ever, like, take over control of the government. Again. I don't think so either. But I think what I think what's going to be, like, the big thing in 8 or 9 is, like, a power vacuum in the galaxy between yeah. well, what's left of the Republic and the First Order. Because the Republic was, like, took a massive blow. Right. So... Well, you got to assume now that the... The entire New Republic fleet mm. wasn't destroyed, right? Because they are in space. Well, yeah, not all of it, but I think a good amount of it. The fleet itself, the ships, were destroyed? Yeah, I mean, in, in the scene, though, you did see ships in space destroyed around the planet. Okay. Um, but, basically, I mean, basically, they took a big, a massive blow, so I'm assuming... But if, you, if, the, if the Republic fleet was anything like the Imperial fleet... It's spread it's out. spread out, yeah. there's ships everywhere... There's, I mean, you can't destroy all the star destroyers. Yeah, and I'm you sure, know, I'm sure, I'm sure that's, that's, the, that's case. the case. So what I'm gonna guess is that because Leia was, yeah, she was the general of the res, uh, of the resistance in seven. Um, I'm gonna guess that in eight, gonna merge. in eight and nine, what's left of the Republic will join with the resistance, and Leia will be the leader of everything, right? Basically, and then she'll become the dictator. That she <laughs> um, truly, her father's daughter. But yeah. so I think that, um, yeah, I, I think that's a good bet, you know, in eight, maybe just also in seven, like, I guess her, well, it, uh, so at the end of Bloodline, it kind of seemed like they were just, when, they were, when the resistance was formed, their plan was just to like, I guess, gather intelligence and then just try to like strike at bases or whatever, whatever they could find and, and like try to dismantle this. So in seven, though, her mission is to get Luke back, right? Sure. Um, she sends Poe Dameron to retrieve the, the, the map thing from Lord Santeca. Mm-hmm. And her whole goal is to get Luke. So 
I feel like at that point she's kind of feeling desperate and she's like, she needs Luke to come back and help her, basically, right? That's what she wants. And, and how does she expect him to do that? I mean, he's a Jedi master. With no Jedi Order, though. I think the biggest thing might be, like, her son and Snoke. Because they are the leaders of the First Order. Right. So. That he would confront Snoke. That's kind of like a Luke problem, you know? Like, that he, that he should deal with. Because mm. she's not a Jedi or anything, you know? Do we think that she has any Force powers? Will we see that in Episode 8? Oh, I don't, all right, I don't think... Obviously, she could have become a Jedi. Yeah. Like, she could sure. be a Jedi. She could learn just like how Luke did. Too old to start the training, though. <laughs> I don't know, 60? 60s, 50s? <laughs> um, so she could have done that, but I don't know if, like, she would be able to learn to do something that's, like, at that point in her life. You know? I was thinking, like, passive force abilities. Well, she does use force abilities yeah. in the movies. It's not, like, fighting abilities, you know? Yeah. Although, I'm not sure about that. As we know, Lucas didn't originally intend Luke and Leia to be sisters. Uh, brother and sister, yeah. No, he didn't. He didn't intend that. No. So when they were having that whole connection, the five when he when he calls out Leia, mm -hmm. that's not necessarily a brother or sister connection. Okay, or well, a force okay, connection. So hold on, hold on. So at the time, yeah. So when Empire came out, like when he did, mean he made Empire. Yeah, that was probably just in George's mind, like uh, Luke. It's like a, more of a one-sided thing. Luke calling out to someone and Leia, and like he calls out to Leia and gets her. And like he can do that to anybody, I guess. But now that we know that Leia is force sensitive, we can retcon that scene and make it that oh, she has that connection as well. Because she yeah, as has, long as um, you can't do that with other people that aren't force sensitive. I guess so. Yeah. But but now we know that Leia is force sensitive, so that was like a moment. And also in seven, when she senses. Uh, Han dying and her son True. killing him. You know, she like, has that moment, that Obi Wan moment where she yeah. sits down. You know, I, I've heard people talk about before. Why didn't Obi Wan sense if he sensed the destruction of Alderaan? Yeah. Why didn't he sense the destruction of Scarif? It wasn't the well, whole Scarif planet. Wasn't, of, wasn't the whole planet yeah. of Scarif, but thousands of voices. Okay, I mean that kind of stuff happens all the time, though. So like, I don't know. I mean. I guess it was maybe, never done on that. I mean, maybe large he's always scale. maybe he's always feeling stuff all the time. <laughs> just sitting on Tatooine, just like oh god, constantly like I don't know. I mean, the whole Alderaan thing—they were on their way there. I don't know. So I guess that's oh, an right, explanation. Right. Um, that makes sense. Also, a quick note: so Leia and Han's relationship by bloodline, Han was running his own shipping company i think and he also was doing like race not he wasn't racing himself but he was like running races like in charge of them okay around the galaxy i'm not sure exactly but he was doing he was doing those things basically Tesla run version <laughs> yeah so he was on the road a lot so they didn't see each other very often during bloodline and i think that's how it was for a while all of their conversations were like over hologram in that book they they were in person once in the book and then, of course, we can we can infer that like after Ben Solo became Kylo Ren, the two of them kind of separated. Because um, in Force Awakens, they when they meet, it's like the first time in a while it seems. So it's it's obvious that um, Kylo Ren has some negative feelings towards his father because he wasn't around. But he never mentions his mother. Well, also, I he mean, doesn't really. I think we can assume that he was upset that his parents sent him away. 
but he sent him to get Jedi trained. Which is awesome, but at the same time, it's his, like, he doesn't see his parents ever, you know? I mean, that would... He sees his... He's with his uncle. <laughs> yeah, but he, he probably misses his mom and dad, you know? And that, he probably grew a little resentment from that. You tell me they don't have summer vacation at Luke's Jedi Academy. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, that's, what I, that's what I'm assuming. I'm assuming that he was a little sour about, like... Yeah, so my question is, why wouldn't he be equally as sour against his mother? Well, but he clearly has a stronger negative feeling towards his father. Yeah, I mean, we, we we can't say that for sure, though. I mean, in Seven, he never mentions his mom, really, and he never really talks about her. But, I mean, like, I guess it's different for a boy. Like, a, a boy and his mom is a different relationship than a boy and his dad, you know? I feel like in Eight, Leia will um, send, like, Finn and Poe and them on some missions and stuff, and, like, maybe she'll... We'll definitely have a Luke and Leia reunion. So what is the connection between Leia and Rey? Because... Aside from Force... A lot of people have pointed out. A lot of people have pointed out that when they arrive at the end, at the end, she hugs Ray, someone (laughs) that she's never met, and doesn't say anything to Chewbacca. (laughs) Well, that's funny. That's funny. Just J.J. Abrams actually commented on that. He said that in that scene, he was like, he said he kind of he kind of owned up to like a small mistake because he was like. In that scene, you just, you can see Chewie walking past Leia, right? And you're like, "What the hell, man? Like, why isn't Leia and Chewie embracing?" But he was like, "That he was like that was just a purely like a mistake on his part of like how he set up the shot. He didn't really think about it, and I guess he didn't intend yeah. for that to look like that, like Chewie walking past Leia without right. like talking to her." I think we, we both agree that we think that the re- remnants of the Republic will kind of merge with her resistance, and she'll be the general of all that. Sure. Um, now, now with Luke coming. Are we are we believing that Luke is coming back? That like he's going to train with Ray, but yeah. then he's going to physically reunite with Leia at some point. I really, really hope they have a reunion in eight because we're not right. getting one. And I get one in nine. That's for sure. Which is very sad. Um, I really hope they have a scene together because Luke and Han never had a scene together. Um, and then we have to, you know, let's try to contemplate what's how they're going to write her out of the story. It depends on. I guess if Leia, the character dies in eight, which if they already had a plan that she dies in eight, mm-hmm. then there's an easy. It's not that it's not difficult, but but I, but that's unlikely though, because yeah. she was already like signed on for episode nine. I mean, we don't know that. What we don't, mm. I, I I don't know what as public knowledge, but I'm gonna assume that she was gonna be in nine. So I honestly I have no idea how. Um, the easiest How way would just that, like but... either write it in the crawl for nine that she mm-hmm. died, or mm. you have characters mention it in the past tense. Yeah, I don't know. That's weird to mention in like the crawl, especially because like she was assassinated. It... Oh, <laughs> but I mean, it has to be handled great more a little gracefully, though. You know, because the actress actually it would passed away. That you can't like in nine. They can't just be like, oh yeah, Leia died. You know, it's too like. <laughs> I don't know, you know? Well, so through character conversations, then. Yeah, I mean, it has to be done very, very delicately, you know, I think. Or it can do- be done with doubles without showing the face. Like, what I imagine is something like, imagine, like, what happened to her mother, where she had a double, and they were they tried to assassinate Senator Amidala. Yeah. Queen, oh. Queen Amidala at the yeah. time. But they tried to assassinate her, so imagine someone trying to assassinate 
general in the same way, blowing up her ship or... I don't know. Oh, man, that's just hard because, like, killing off Leia in like, a way like that after Carrie Fisher has died, it doesn't seem like... How else would you right? do it? I, I don't know. She peacefully passed away in her bed? I mean... <laughs> the, uh, the, the writers have... Or who are, you know, well, not the writers. I mean, Ryan Johnson is writing mm-hmm. nine. He has a hell of a job, and also the Lucasfilm in general, like the, the story people. You know, Kathleen Kennedy. They have a you know a lot ahead of them. I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do, but I, I trust them. Man. Still, with the with the best writers in the world working on this, you know. I know. I, tr- I trust what, what they'll do. I trust that they'll do something that's like respectful to Carrie Fisher and also like good for the story. What was the relationship between? Luke and Leia, you know, before episode seven. Mm-hmm. Apparently, he didn't have his Jedi Academy on Ock 2. No. It was somewhere else. Mm. So, imagine Leia went there. Probably, yeah. She went to the Jedi Academy. To When, when she first took Ben there, maybe she took him personally, took Ben mm. there. But I feel like she didn't really see Luke that often after all that. Okay, so here's another question. Yeah. Does Leia know who Rey is? I'm going to assume that Luke, Han, and Leia all know who Rey is. Well, Han did. Well, did Han know who she was? Let's get an idea, or he knew. There's that scene where Maz is like, "Who's the girl?" or whatever to Han, and they cut away. Right. So it's just like, what did he say? What did he tell her? You know, I don't know. I feel like there was something that he knew. Also, I think. But Kyla- but you don't get that impression from the first time they meet. Well, he's probably. You get the impression that. He thinks she's a, a thief of the ship, and well, he probably like if he knows her, he probably took a little bit from the figure it out. Like, oh, maybe at first he didn't, he wasn't sure, he didn't know, and then as time went on, he he hears her name. Um, she tells him her name's Ray. Maybe that was like a big thing. He's like, oh, Ray, like you know, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Leia's a cool character. She uh, we see her birth in episode three, and we see a good amount of her life, you know, through the movies and like books and comics and stuff so and we have one more th- movie one more see, movie yeah. which is exciting i'm kind of happy that uh jj abrams released that deleted scene yeah, that was a nice that was a cool lead scene yeah, yeah that was a, it was a good like image of leia and also just like of carrie fisher as a oh, it was definitely carrie fisher's personality yeah. <laughs> coming through there yeah yeah that was cool but uh i think that kind of about wraps up our leia character podcast uh, we'll do more of these um here and there as they as they as we come come along here but uh all right see you next time